0: This is that day of the week, and today we have a very, very serious topic. I know we do a lot of humor around here, but the day of the week has arrived when we talk to our friend Jamie Court, so let's get serious with our friend Jamie Court. C-O-U-R-T is the spelling, as if going to court, and we go to court with Jamie Court every week here. He is the president of Consumer Watchdog. And Consumer Watchdog is on the internet, consumerwatchdog.org. Now, Consumer Watchdog does go to court, actual court, and you've got to know about consumer protection. Jamie, court and consumer protection intersect at consumerwatchdog.org. And, Jamie, boy, do we have a serious topic this week. Thanks for being part of the Norman Goldman Show. I'm really glad to be here, Norm. Thank you. Well, Jamie, I like to do humor. It's nice in these days. You know, people like comedy and all, but this topic, there's nothing funny about this. California's got historic wildfires. It's not just California. It's not just the United States. We'll get there later, but let's start talking about California. The largest fire on record is raging right now in northern part of the state. Jamie, do I have that right?
1: That's right. It is uh, the largest fire, and, and we are now facing is a fire season that uh, is extended, is more devastating, and where we're seeing new phenomenon like literally fire tornadoes that lift up from one area and just sweep through communities. And uh, I was with a group of wildfire uh, survivors at the state capitol in Sacramento on the steps yesterday who were fighting, if you have to believe this in the legislature, controlled by Democrats to keep their rights the constitutional rights to sue the utilities for when they spread and set fires because they haven't cleared the brush around their power, their utility lines or they haven't fire-retarded their poles or the transponder causes a problem because it, it sparks a fire. And um, if you can believe this, Pacific Gas and Electric is on the air in San Francisco Bay Area arguing that climate has changed, the laws have to change, and they need, want to be let off the hook and be bailed out for their liability to wildfire victims these families are so courageous and they're from up north and down here 80 families over 80 families were at this rally and they all went in the building the lobby their legislators i was i was just taken aback at the fact that we have to do this and this group up from the ashes it's just tremendous i was really offended personally i gotta tell you norm man, it takes a lot to offend me because i've seen a lot that the fundraising going on by Pacific Gas and Electric is, is, is staggering. Uh, I'll give you an example. As you got firefighters on the front lines, literally 14-hour days risking their lives to put out these fires. You have know, victims fleeing their homes and, and losing their homes and their possessions. And in Sacramento, you have lobbyists for the utilities in front of legislators talking about whether these victims are going to have to give up their rights because somehow climate change is there, and now we're scapegoating the victims of wildfires for it. All this is happening when at night in Sacramento, or across the street from the Capitol, the same utility lobbyists are handing out checks to the legislators, including the Democratic legislators who are presiding over the committee hearings. And they're getting it from the lobbyists who are there. Twenty five fundraisers in the last three weeks of session. One at the chair, Senator Dodd from Santa Rosa, who is the chair of this committee and the author of a bill to make victims give up their rights, ended a hearing on Tuesday and went across the street to his wine and sip fundraiser. We confronted him with a camera and he said, he didn't know if there were utility lobbyists in the room PG&E is really trying to buy this capital. They've given on August 3rd, this was like, you know, six days ago, $110,000 to the democratic party to grease a bailout. They've given a total of $612,000 to three California investor owned utilities to the democratic party this year. And a total of a million to both parties, I said enough is enough. You know what? The Democratic Party's got to get back to check. And any legislator who wants to take a dollar from the utilities this year while they're lobbying for this, and any party that wants to take money, has got to give it back. Because this is just unseemly cash register politics. And it's being led by the governor, who's gotten $627,000 from the three investor-owned utilities during his last two terms. He got a quarter of a million dollars from PG&E for his two schools in the Bay Area. It's appalling, And in fact, the governor's consultants who hail from San Francisco, SCN Consulting, got $400,000 in the second quarter from PG&E for these bogus uh, ads you're seeing on the air saying we got to let them off the hook because of climate change. This is one of those things and one of those moments where I want to split California in seven states because this legislature, if they're seriously considered taking the rights of wildfire survivors, is sadly, sadly morally bankrupt. And by the way, PG&E is not... Going bankrupt. The only bankruptcy that this company, which is, by the way, a convicted felon for this blast in the San Bruno uh, gas explosion and for other misdeeds, it's a convicted felon. The only type of bankruptcy PG and E has is moral bankruptcy. Moral bankruptcy. It's not just the buying of the legislature. It is the way they fail to take care of their equipment and the way they fail to clear for fires. And if we're going to do something about the wildfires, you know what we have to do? Norm, we have to stop the fires. Not stop the survivors of the wildfires from having rights to hold the perpetrators
0: like P.G. and E. accountable in a court. Jamie, the fact that these are Democrats and they're so corrupt is disgraceful. This is why I'm so glad you're part of the team. If you're just joining us, we're talking to our friend Jamie Court. It's spelled C-O-U-R-T. And he and Consumer Watchdog fight for people and they fight for them in courts and everywhere, like here on the Norman Goldman Show. Jamie Court's been part of the team virtually from the beginning. Check out consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org, and you'll see all the great work they're doing. And these days, as you can tell, the politicians aren't doing their job. And Jamie, you know, it's fascinating because we universally across the political spectrum condemn pay-to-play politics. Nobody likes this kind of waste, fraud, and abuse that's going on here. And truth be told, the numbers that you were reeling off there, the, the bribes to these Democratic politicians, for pg and a company of that size, it's chump change for them. It's really nothing. But for these politicians, you know, they're just, they're just lapping this stuff up like kittens to cream. And it's just amazing to me that the Democrats have so debased themselves. And, and Jamie, how do we tell their constituents? that they're doing this? How do we communicate to their own constituents that they're debasing themselves? They're debasing the Democratic Party? They're selling out the people? How do you how do you communicate in a state assembly or a state senate district? Hey, guess who's corrupt around here? Can I tell you the name of your representative? How do we do it? Well, you can go online, this
1: secretary of state's office, sos.ca.gov, and download the contributions to your senator and assembly member and see how much PG&E gave. But I can tell you they gave to almost everybody. And if you want to email... At consumerwatchdog.org, email uh, pg&e, pge at consumerwatchdog.org. I will tell you, we'll email back. You give me the names of your legislators, pge at consumerwatchdog.org, and I will give you the list of uh, utility contributions to your legislators and everyone's legislators. Wow, the sitting legislators, Norm, yeah. hundred and twenty of them, got four million dollars.
0: I want to make sure I got the email address right because people are going to take you up on that offer. So let's make sure we got it right. P-G-E at consumerwatchdog.org? That's
1: right. I'll make sure people get an email back with the contributions to all the legislators, including theirs, from each of the utilities, because we've well, done that homework.
0: And how can they look it up so on their own?
1: If they want to, they just go to sos.ca.gov, uh, which is the Secretary of State's office. Secretary of State, S-O-S and C-A dig up. They put the name of their legislators in, and they'll get every contribution to their wow. from every, but it's a lot of work. So it's probably easier just to email me at P-G-E, just P-G-E at consumerwatchdog.org. Oh, three letters. And, uh, yeah, TG. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Norm. One of the things that really got me hot this week uh, was the idea that the governor of the state of California has gotten 629000 from the utilities. Governor Brown is leading the charge for this bailout of the utilities at the expense of fire victims. It's his legislation. He's proposed it. He, last week, said, we've got to save the utilities because they're key to fighting climate change. And that's why we get we've got to limit the legal rights of wildfire victims. Wow. That is insane. And today, Greenpeace was in front of the governor's mansion and also in front of the Capitol erecting literally pump jacks, these oil wells. You could see that their Facebook page at Greenpeace uh, because the governor himself has been a huge part of the problem with climate change. And there were students who were sitting in his office earlier this week. I was in the Capitol. There were dozens and six got arrested with signs that say Governor Brown is lack of a climate change policy is fueling the, the fires. And the reason is the governor hasn't done anything to limit oil and gas drilling. And they got arrested, these six students, to fight for an end to oil and gas drilling. Greenpeace is fighting for an end to oil and gas drilling. 800 groups are fighting for an end to oil and gas drilling. Many of us, many of the groups in this coalition believe wildfires— And the lack of a climate change policy by the governor and his obeisance to the utilities is part of the problem because you have to understand the utilities have been running up the bill on climate change with proliferation of fossil fuel-powered electric plants for a decade and a half. And the governor's PUC helped approve many of them. Uh, These are natural gas plants, they call them, but they're fossil fuels. The governor has really, even though he has implemented some renewable policies,
0: he hasn't
1: gone after the oil. Jamie, let and me see if I've got this right. 20,000 oil wells. Uh, it's crazy. 20, well, let me oils. see if
0: I got this right. There are really two factors yeah. at issue here. I mean, climate change clearly is a factor, and I've got some information to add to of this course. in a second. Climate change is a factor, but there's a lot of man-made factors as well. I mean, helping to continue the climate change uh, activity is one thing, but also, I mean, PG&E simply not clearing brush, right? There are some common sense things they can do right, in light exactly. of climate change that could really lessen the, the probability of these fires and the, and the the spreading of these fires, right?
1: That's exactly right. So there are two pieces here. One is, look, climate change creates conditions where it's hotter and fires are prone to start and spread. But PG&E has not done its loss mitigation. It's not done its clearing of the brush around the power lines. It's been responsible for a lot of these fires, according to CAL FIRE reports in the state of California, because it hasn't done what it was supposed to do, which is vegetation management, fire retardant poles, taking care of its equipment under these dry conditions. And remember, PG&E, for example, is a convicted felon for failing to, take, to do what it said in terms of infrastructure. Are we going to let them you know, out of liability and expect they're going to do better next time? The way to fix the fire problem in terms of the utilities is to get them to stop spreading the fires, put them under Cal Fire. Put them under the fire department. Get them out of the Public Utility Commission, which they own, thanks to the governor who's approved PUC-friendly regulators, just like the last governor has.
0: Public Utilities Commission. We need to
1: get them to stop the fires, not stop the victims' rights. The second piece, of course, is we need the governor to really make good before he leaves office and before the legislature ends soon. And before there's a climate summit in San Francisco on September 14th, on his pledge, to fight climate change, because you can't fight climate change if you don't deal with fossil fuels and oil drilling and oil wells. And he complains that Trump's going to have federal uh, oil wells in federal waters. Well, you know what? Governor Brown in state waters three miles off the coast, he oversees four times more oil wells than there are in federal waters overseen by Trump. So the governor has been a hypocrite. And uh, that's what the statements of the groups in, in Sacramento all this week from the students arrested to Greenpeace the posters that we see all around the Capitol about Governor Brown being crude and uh, Shepard Ferry, who's a street artist, uh, has, has some images around the Capitol. Uh, hashtag Brown's last chance. And you can see some of them. It's hashtag Brown's last chance. And if you watch that hashtag, you will see this is his last chance on both these issues. Hashtag Brown's last chance. And with the legislature adjourning August 31st, I'm hoping he
0: does better. If you want to see the passion behind this voice, go to consumerwatchdog.org because you and I are here in the passion of Jamie Court He is fired up, and these fires are getting a lot of people fired up. ConsumerWatchdog.org is the place to go. And ConsumerWatchdog.org is doing a fantastic job. And who else is holding both parties accountable even-handedly, I I challenge you. (laughs) That wasn't to you, Jamie. But Jamie, I have to come back to you because this is from The Guardian, right? A British publication. I'm a big fan of The Guardian. July 18, right, it's about two weeks ago, maybe a little more than two weeks ago. This is The Guardian, and people can fact check me, I gave them all they needed to know. July 18, The Guardian. Wildfires rage in Arctic Circle as Sweden calls for help. I'm reading straight out of this Guardian article. Quote, at least 11 wildfires are raging inside the Arctic Circle as the hot, dry summer turns an abnormally wide area of Europe into a tinderbox. I'm skipping down a little bit, a couple of paragraphs. Quote, the Copernicus Earth Observation Program, which gives daily updates of fires in Europe, shows more than 60 fires burning across Sweden, with sites also ablaze in Norway, Finland, and Russia, including in the Arctic Circle. Jamie, it isn't just California. It looks like the whole world's catching fire.
1: Yeah, that's right. And we have to change what we do. But what we have to change is, you know, how we rein in these large corporations that don't want to listen to what they need to do for the public interest, like utilities. That's the first step. The second step, or maybe maybe it's the first step, or the co-equal first step, is what are we going to do both with our activities, you know, in terms of the demand side? We should be having a 100% renewable standard in California. We could make it happen. And also the supply side, which is why are we drilling for oil? Why are we refining so much oil? Why are not we setting a goal to get off of it uh, with electric vehicles, with, uh, with uh, other uh, renewable sources like our solar, et cetera? And why are we using fossil fuels if it's speeding this uh, intense change in our earth? And um, I don't think we've done a, a good enough job on any of it. I mean, we're racing towards a future that may not be much of a future for our next generation. And every summer it becomes so visceral. And my only hope, Norm, is that the specter of these wildfires drives us with some urgency in a state like California to lead the way on all of these issues. And we have... Now a time clock running on the Brown administration and the legislature, which adjourns on August 31st for the year. And I'm hoping that the wildfires actually uh, don't drive any bad. I'm hoping we stop the bailout. Yesterday, the assembly speaker, Anthony Rendon, and uh, Tony Atkins, uh, Senate pro tem in California, had a press conference in the afternoon after the rallies and the lobbying in the morning and said, we're not going to bail out PG&E. Now let's hear, hope Governor Brown hears that message because he's using his veto power over bills to get legislators to do what he wants. I don't know if they can hold their members. I hope they can.
0: Jamie well this is to be continued and I have to leave it there but my goodness gracious one standard applied to all even-handedly we go after the Democrats when they do bad just as much as we go after the Republicans when they do bad and if you like that kind of approach check out consumerwatchdog.org because our good friend Jamie Court the president of Consumer Watchdog and all of his great colleagues there are doing exactly that holding everybody accountable. Expose, confront change and that's the motto jamie thanks as always you're doing everybody's great work and i really appreciate you being part of the team thanks for making time for us and we'll talk to you again thank you so much norm